This is episode 110, Striving to be Positive. Hi, this is Jocelyn with Striving to be Spiritual, a podcast for moms wanting to strengthen their spirituality. We use the teachings of Jesus Christ and the apostles to come closer to God and ultimately fulfill our divine calling of mothering and raising His children. Jocelyn here. How is everybody doing? I'm sure you've had better days with less worry and stress than you probably have had lately if you're kind of in the boat that I've been in with this pandemic. These are interesting and strange times and it's not really my favorite. (laughs) But that's why these last few episodes have probably been on trying to have wholesome thoughts, and today we're going to talk about trying to stay positive. It's something that I need right now, and I imagine I'm not alone in needing these positive episodes that can help us change our mindset from the stress and fear and worry to more positivity. So I hope this helps you as it has helped me. She felt she had been on a roller coaster of emotions in the last couple weeks. It was tough, and it was all starting to wear on her. One day, her outlook was positive, and she felt that things were going to get better. Then she'd hear something, or read a comment, or a message, or hear something on the news that would plummet her down the roller coaster again, and make her fear for what would come, what could come. With the so-called quotes, social distancing, end quotes, she was kind of going crazy. She didn't get out of the house a whole ton, having young children, but what she did get out, she was realizing, had really helped her mental sanity. She was kind of struggling in dark mindsets and worry and boredom all at the same time. It all was wearing on her and she was very, very tired. She wanted brighter days, warm sunshine, literally and metaphorically. She was ready for brighter happy days with less stress and worry and emotional roller coastering. It has been a whirlwind of the last couple weeks, and my emotions have been all over the place, as I've mentioned before, but I felt it's important to try and stay positive Think those wholesome thoughts. Strive for positivity. If we dwell too long in that negative state, it can lead us to depression and anxiety, which is not a fun place to live. No doubt we're still going to have those thoughts. We're still going to have those feelings. We're still going to have the fear. But something I've kind of learned about fear is we have to have that fear and those feelings in order to let the faith come in. If there was no fear, how could our faith grow? If there was no stress and anxiety and worry, how could we have that happiness and that joy? It's not always fun to have those experiences of the negative things in life. The stress, the worry, the anxiety, the fear. But those things allow us to overcome, to build our faith, to strengthen our testimonies, to find happiness and to find joy. There's a scripture that says men are that they might have joy. And I've always loved that scripture. It's so much more fun to feel the joy and enjoy life, right? 
But in that same chapter, before that scripture, it talks about how there has to be opposition in all things. And unfortunately, we are going through a big period of opposition right now. Mentally, socially, financially, economically, health-wise, there is a lot of opposition, more than we usually have, that is wearing on us. To add all those things, we still have the same problems that we had before. The problems that were weighing us down, the relationships that were a struggle. Like None of that went away, it's just all almost been amplified, which has made these last few weeks very difficult to kind of live and get through. I've just wanted so bad for this to pass. <laughs> when President Russell M. Nelson said it would be temporary, that gave me great hope, but how long is that temporary? I want to give you some positive thoughts today from one of my favorite past prophets, Gordon B. Hinckley. I just love him. He has such a good way of phrasing things that my heart understands. I'm going to read you part of his chapter on positivity in his book, Way to Be. He says, Nearly every day I glance through several papers. I like to know what is happening in the world, and when I have time I listen to the commentators on television and radio. These writers and commentators are intelligent. These men and women are masters of the spoken and written word. But for the most part, their attitude is negative and derogatory. This is my insert. That's kind of one reason I've had to stop listening to the news a little bit, because it, it was making me negative. He says, They seem unable to deal with balanced truth, notwithstanding their loud protests to the contrary. They feed us a steady and sour diet of character assassination, fault-finding and evil-speaking of one another, that caricatures the fact and distorts the truth. Regardless of whom they write or speak about, they seem to look for his or her failings or weaknesses. They constantly criticize and seldom praise. This spirit of negativism is not limited to columnists and commentators. Read the letters to the editor in your local paper. You will find that many are filled with venom, written by people who seem to find no good in the world. To hear tell, there is nowhere a man or a woman of integrity holding political office. Yes, from time to time some of our leaders disappoint us, but there are many men and women serving with honor and integrity. This spirit of animosity has infected all of us to a certain degree. We see it in the sitcoms on television. We hear it in the hallways at school. We hear it in the way we talk to each other, and I'm going to add... We read it and see it on social media. Fault-finding, evil-speaking, and criticizing each other as we comment on each other's lives and choices. These are the spirit of the day, I am sorry to say. In our homes, there is far too much criticism. Criticism is the forerunner of divorce, the cultivator of rebellion, and sometimes the catalyst that leads to failure. I would like to suggest that we stop seeking out the storms of life and enjoy the sunlight. I am suggesting that we accentuate the positive. I'm asking that we look a little deeper for the good, that we still our voices of insult and sarcasm, that we more generously compliment virtue and hard effort. There is good all around us if we will only look for it. 
I'm not suggesting that all criticism be silenced. Growth comes of correction. Strength comes from repentance. I am not suggesting that our conversation be all honey. Wise is the young man or young woman who can acknowledge mistakes and become better as a result. But I am suggesting we look for the great good among those whom we associate and live. That we speak of one another's virtues and positive qualities more than we speak of one another's faults. That optimism replace pessimism. And that our faith exceed our fears. When I was a young man and tended to be critical of others, my wise father would often say, Cynics do not contribute. Skeptics do not create. Doubters do not achieve. Who wants to be around someone who is always forecasting doom? Who wants to be fed a steady diet of the negative? Optimism, on the other hand, and looking on the bright side, refreshes everyone. I have learned that when good men and good women face challenges with optimism, things always work out. Truly, things always work out. Despite how difficult circumstances may look at the moment, those who have faith and move forward with a happy spirit will find that things always work out. I found that line to be a great comfort to me in this kind of easy time to be pessimistic and worried and fearful. A little further on in the chapter, he says, I imagine that most of you will be underestimated at some point in your life. I am sure that each of you will have difficulties ahead of you. None of us can avoid them. But do not despair. Do not give up. They will not last forever. Look for the sunlight in the clouds. God will not forsake you. I am grateful for the words of a favorite hymn. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged, God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend, Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. He concludes, My dear friends in whom I have such confidence, don't partake of the spirit of our times. Don't always be looking for the dark side of life. Look for the good. There is so much of the sweet and the decent and the positive to build upon. Cultivate an attitude of optimism. Know that God is watching over you, that he will hear your prayers and answer them. He loves you and will make that love manifest. We can do this amid those feelings that are going to be hard to feel, and there's probably going to be many more, as in ways it seems this thing is just kind of starting. But as those things come and come into our hearts, I hope that we will try to do our best to find the positive and to count our many blessings. My point of light for your life is just that. Look for the positive and count your blessings. Thank you for listening to the Striving to be Spiritual podcast. Amid these times where it gets hard, let's turn to God. Let's use these opportunities to strengthen our spirituality as we strive for more of it. Thank you for sharing what I have to say and for listening. I truly appreciate it. 
it does help to buoy me up amid these difficult conflicts. Until next time. This has been another episode of the Striving to be Spiritual podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends. I hope you have a great day. Until next time.